Hi there, and welcome to the bizarre side of commuting. How you guys doing on this fine afternoon? My name's Eric. <laughs> I'm Josh, and this is the second episode of our podcast. Thanks for coming back, guys. Uh, we got some stories for you today. We got a guest coming on soon, so stay tuned for that. And let's we're going to give you some updates on what's going on right now, and then we'll delve right into that interview. So we'll start it off with a couple of updates. First things first, TTC as of late has just been rising with intoxication instances on the subway and bus. I don't know about OC Transpo. I feel like I always see someone kind of under the influence on OC Transpo, especially around your area, Rideau. I mean, yeah, I'd say so. You got all your age groups, really. You got your college kids drinking beer or, you know, you're cracked out crackhead, but kind of standard at this point. Nothing too new. But how how dense is it? Like how what's the how what's the amount of that like that you would say is your standard kind of having seen just? Well, me, from my experience, I'm at least seeing you know, any if it's the LRT we're talking about specifically here, I'm always seeing a couple people always drugged up on there for sure. They're usually hiding at the back of the bus. Anytime, train. Of, anytime of day, or just is it I more mean, night kind of? I'm not really sure what's going through their heads, but I mean, I mean, hey, you're homeless. You don't really got anything you're doing, right? It's cold out. You're probably just trying to, you know, well, like kill I'll, time, right? So I'll see the occasional like midday, like you're you're on something else right now. Like that's like a, oh, like it's 10 a.m. on a Tuesday and like this person's plastered or something on the bus. Like, but that's I just I think it's more rare than seeing the okay. There's like a handful of people that are a little bit fucked up and it's like a Friday night and we're, it's like 11 or 12 on like a bus or like LRT. That makes more sense than I feel like the Tuesday, Tuesday 10 a.m. But I've seen both. It just, you know. Like, yeah, I've seen both. I mean, if it's a weekend, there's always going to be a couple of people, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say they're out of control really. Yeah. Coming up next here, we got our guest, Mai Valeria, going to tell us her own experience with taking transit in Colombia, in uh, fact. Colombia and Canada, and share, Canada. sharing some uh, intoxication experiences <laughs> of people that are gone a bit too far. So, All right, well, stay tuned for that. Hi there, and welcome back to the bizarre side of commuting. I'm seated here with my guest, Mai. Hello, Josh. Hello, Eric. Thanks for having me here. Anytime. Uh, Mai, we quickly wanted to ask you, uh, have you ever seen any instances of intoxicated people on public transit? And more importantly, how did you feel about that? So I've been in two situations that I really remember about. The first one is back in Colombia. I was very young, so honestly, I was just feeling uncomfortable, um, scared, and also didn't know exactly what to do in these type of situations. Um, as I said, I was very young and I was also with my grandma. So not really like easy to handle. And the second situation was very recent here in Ottawa. And more than being scared, I was, uh, I, I took it like as, as a funny uh, moment. But also uh, kind of felt bad about the person because it was in a state that I really wanted to see a person. Can you take us through the story about you in Colombia? I'm interested to hear more about that. Okay, so uh, I was around 10 years old. I was with my grandma. 
going to the public transport that we call Transmilenio. And we were in an area um, kind of dangerous in Bogota. It's in the south. And we couldn't be in front next to the driver with like the safe zone. So we were like kind of in the middle. And this guy just arrived, placed himself behind the seats. And my grandma and I couldn't see it, but we were uh, facing, we were in front of him. So we just saw him, how he was opening um, a bottle of glue. Uh, when people, homeless people uh, or crackheads, I will say, like they call them here, don't have any money for drugs, they go uh, for these these glue bottles. And this guy was like having one and they usually try to hide it in a plastic bag. Uh, so of course, like we heard all the noise about it so we were like all staring at him he just opened the bottle and he's like inhaling in front of us of course even if i was very young i knew that was a way of how you can drug and i was just um kind of concerned and scared because i really didn't see someone in like in real life uh, doing that so I didn't know what to speak about it uh, I was also with my grandma so it was a situation when I didn't know uh, what to expect um, he also just like started looking at us with his like red eyes and then he just fell asleep so that's when I could get when I could get off guard and my second situation was um, in the train here in Ottawa and um, it was almost 2 a.m. after a party I was with some friends and we just we were just trying to get home and these two ladies just arrived and uh, they sat in the last part of the train we were almost like in the last part so we were very close to them and one lady was trying to like calm the other one the other one was just like very gone um, so she started like recording herself with the phone and she started like dancing. Then she placed the phone, like look into the hall and she started dancing, coming like to us. Literally we had a tube in front of us and she started dancing, like almost like pole dancing, like trying to do like a striptease. I don't know what she was trying to do. Like she was sending us kisses, like pointing at us. And it was like funny, but at the same time, it's like we didn't really know under what kind of influence she was. So I was just like, um, I laughed about it. I thought it was funny, but uh, but at the same time, I was feeling bad because um, it's not like I can really feel bad about um, people just like getting drunk, but sometimes it's... Um, I don't know if that's coming from my country, to be honest. And and it's a little bit sad that, that it does. And sometimes people try them. So when people get homeless and things like that because of drugs that probably are from my country, it's just like it just makes me feel bad about it and think just on that. So I laughed at her. <laughs> but at the same time, I was just like kind of feeling bad. And do those instances affect your view on public transit as a whole, anywhere you are? I've been experiencing a lot of like different stuff in public transport more than just like subs like 
watching people under substances. So I kind of really didn't care at the end of the day because um, most of the population in Colombia or even here, like as a student, I'm not able to have a, or I wasn't able and I, I, I'm not able right now to have a car. So I, I see myself um, kind of forced to like keep using it. So if, if, if a, it, it affects sometimes, uh, it's like you kind of like have to deal with it and just like keep going and keep using them. So since it comes from your country, do you ever feel like you're somewhat responsible? I shouldn't feel responsible because I'm not around that. Um, but at the same time, um, it's coming from my country. And the fact that uh, even here, when people know that I'm from Colombia, they ask me about like Pablo Escobar or drugs or whatever. So you know, like the kind of impact that uh, for people when they start like romanticizing serious like narcos or like they try to sell it like it's like uh, these guys like a god or whatever like uh, he's a pro but at the same time it's like you don't know how many lives he's been ruining after all that he did from my country to like worldwide because like he just took this like everywhere and and I've seen that I've seen that how many people like just like started losing everything after they just like went very hard into coke mm-hmm. Thanks for coming onto our podcast, Maya. That's all the time we have today. Oh, uh, appreciate you, you coming on. And um, for our listeners, uh, episode two available on all platforms wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like, share, and tune in next week for uh, episode three, where we will talk about more stories. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>